0: Alright folks, we all know that one of the most common mishaps in hunting is damage to your rifle scope. Last year I found the solution to that problem with the Stealthy Hunter rifle cover. It wraps around your scope and actions securely to protect it from getting knocked off of zero or even severely damaged. Stealthy Hunter also has a glassing pad and a wide variety of supplements for the outdoorsman such as protein powder, CBD products, turmeric and gut health supplements. They also make a lightweight trauma kit weighing in at just 14 ounces that includes everything you need and nothing you don't for all of your backcountry medical emergencies. To shop all of their equipment and supplements, go to stealthyhunter.com and enter the discount code at checkout, THE NORTHERN HUNTER, to save on your order today. All Stealthy Hunter equipment is proudly made in the USA.
1: to the Northern Hunter Podcast, home of all things hunting, fishing, and outdoors in Alaska. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. My name is James Payne. I'm Mariah Humphreys. And today we have brought Chris Perez back to the studio. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing
2: good. How are you guys doing?
1: Hanging in there. Can't complain too much. It's uh, a little cold outside, but that's to be expected this time of year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's all part of it. Yes, it is. All right, guys. So this week, we're going to cover a lot of great stuff. Um, Chris is going to give us a great breakdown for anybody looking to get out and predator hunt this year. We, uh, we talked to you back in March, I believe that was. Yeah. yeah. Gave kind of a, a breakdown at the end of last season. So this time, we're going to go at the beginning of the season, and we'll probably talk to you a couple times throughout the year. But um, So anybody that's wondering how to get into it, what to look for, tips and tricks, all that good stuff, we're going to be talking about all of that this week. But before we get into that, chris you don't just hunt predators do you no sir <laughs> you know of uh a lot of my buddies if if anybody lives the uh the alaskan outdoor life you're, you're definitely on the top of one of those lists you're you're every <laughs> every time i talk to you you're out doing something so i kind of want to just talk to you about a, a recap of your season how it's been since march since we talked to you last what you've been up to and then we'll get into all the predator hunting goodness um Guys, if you, uh, if you like what we're doing here and you want to support us, um, the easiest way to do that is to obviously like and share the show Mm -hmm. on whatever platform you're listening to it on, subscribe to it. Uh, if you know anybody that could use the information we talk about here, uh, send it to them over the social media or, you know, there's a big share button on pretty much any platform, uh, if you go to the website, the northernhunter.com, uh, we've got a contact button there. You can right. write us directly if you have any questions. Um, and we also have merch and a great partners page where companies have partnered with the show to uh, help us grow, do it, you know, kind of maintain, keep doing what we're doing. And if you go either into the show notes of this show or go to the partners page on the website, you'll find all the links for our great sponsors and uh, the discount codes that uh, that go with each one. They make Great products, great things, and they, they really help us out a lot uh, when you guys do that. We appreciate everybody that does. So, to um, so Chris, how was your season been so far? How would you say your summer is? There a, has lo- been? a
2: lot has unfolded since the last time I was here. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. So, um, it's been good. It's been very good from what I've heard. So. <laughs> so, shortly after we talked to you last time, um, bear season opened up yeah uh, about a month after we talked to you last time, and uh from the way, way I hear it, you you got into some bears. so yeah. talk, talk to us a little bit about that.
2: um well, I, you know, I usually run my my regular old baits mm-hmm. and uh Dalton, he was talking a little bit. He was doing a little little chatting about our season, and him and I had set up a bait hmm And that was a lot of fun. That yeah. was the first that was the first bait I got into before I set the rest of my, my stuff yeah, up. Yeah, because you guys had to set that one up early, right? We we like, we yeah, because he was getting ready to leave for guidance yeah. season and so we wanted well, to And
1: we had a really late breakup this year. We had we a did. very late breakup. Yeah, there was a lot of snow left. We in, complained
2: a lot about that on the podcast. <laughs> I think we did,
1: yeah. <laughs> So what do you guys like snowshoe yeah, all your stuff listening in and- to
2: you guys complain here on the podcast while I'm driving up there? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Exactly. Right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, so you guys were like snowshoeing in and all that jazz. Yeah. Or? We,
2: we found a spot um, and snowshoed in and mm-hmm. got set up. And uh, I was actually kind of hoping that the weather was going to be a little, you know, it was going to be a little more spring like, but oh, I yeah. ended up Dalton ended up bailing and, Mm-hmm. i ended up contending with that that snow for a little bit longer <laughs> yeah. no it hung out to like mid may it yeah, was crazy it, it was yeah. brutal and getting in there it was um it was interesting mm-hmm. yeah so, how, how did that affect uh the for
1: your normal baits um you said you said you've got several of your own how how did that late spring affect your your arrival date i should say that when like did they show up later than normal
2: yeah it seemed to be that way yeah. on all the baits Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I and mean, i got that they're you know i got another buddy that i bait with consistently mm-hmm. and a good buddy of mine and they're all pretty well spread apart yeah you know and it seemed to that just seemed to be the general yeah. situation throughout the state it you know stirred the interior anyway
1: right yeah we kind of experienced that same thing but, it was, it, but know when know the what? snow did go away they were hungry
2: they yeah were. they were starting to move <laughs> yeah it was a lot better this year than it was last year i feel mm-hmm. like it, like it seemed like they really? kind of got back on schedule a little bit i i everyone was kind of was it last year that everyone was yeah. kinda having a real last, last year season? was the
1: real yeah because we had the rain the, the winter before and yes and, and that a lot of people had the the theory that there were bears that like frozen their dens basically yeah from the rain that's um, i've heard that and a lot of people said it was a very slow year i i had a very slow year that year too um we ended up Connecting, but it was just, they didn't show up for a long time compared to normal. Um, this year, I mean, heck, four days in, you know, as soon as the snow went away yeah. and you were able to go set up, I mean, we got hit in like four days, I think. So, yeah. Um, but everybody on the show's heard my stories. So, um, did you, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> did you, uh, you had some success, right? Yeah. It yeah. was pretty,
2: it was a really productive baiting season. Yeah. It was good. Um, we had, a, we had some late hits on that bait uh, mm-hmm. just because of the weather, and it was a little, a little colder, a little later where we were. Right. Um, and another thing we contended with is we came in, we found this really nice spot set up, mm-hmm. and you, nice field of view, good clear shot, set bait up, yep. set tree stands up. All right, cool. And so Dalton, Dalton split, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, this, this is cool. We got all the rough stuff out of the way. <laughs> and uh so it starts really warming up right and, and like at a pretty good pace yeah. and i i go in there one day and i've got like a i've got like a 12 foot thicket between <laughs> me and the, me and the stands and the bait. And I'm like, Oh man, you know, it was so, all just laying down under the
1: snow. It was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, everything
2: just stood up just a giant yeah. like shrub wall. And yeah. I, I haven't really baited anything w- w- like that geographically where you kind of contend with that kind of stuff. But, right. Um, it was wild. So there was a lot of, a lot of lane cutting mm-hmm. and there, it definitely, the the work seemed to start at that point yeah and then it was just hard to keep scent on everything because you got that you know cold is not great for scent dispersion right yeah you know um yeah so it was that that was a battle yeah and so it was nice once i could (laughs) it was nice once i started walking into that bait and i could smell it you know 300 yards off i'm like okay now we're talking now now you're cooking yeah yeah. (laughs) you start getting some of those those (laughs) thermals moving and i I think i think we we've all probably been in that situation i I had one
1: last year I, i would set up in a new spot and I, I went kind of the same thing beating beating down the snow going in there and setting mm-hmm. up and then you ca- came back and when everything's starting to green and yeah you know the, you walk right over the top of of these huge huge bushes that are just laying down under the snow under yeah. all the weight and you know i was trying to follow like my flagging tape in because I, I was just it'd been a i think probably 10 days since i'd been in there and same thing i look i'm i'm at the one flagging tape, I'm like i know i, I flag like every you know i I make sure i can see my next one when i put my my last one yeah or see my last one when i put my next one and i had to look through a bush and i'm like it's on the other side of there i'm like how did it how did i not know this was here (laughs) yeah but it's it's like you said it's just just completely disappears well and it it
2: was kind of a shock too because like like uh dalton and i we put a pretty good herd on it so we went in there pretty covert (laughs) his baiting style super similar to mine so it worked out well it's Mm -hmm. i mean we do we it pretty similar as far as uh hard to get to right right um, you know anyway so we hammered it pretty good to to get it going and mm-hmm. he split and i i think i want to say i waited i think i went and added some stuff like a week later okay and it hadn't changed much mm-hmm. right and then i gave it a good soak i'm like yeah. i'm not gonna go back i'm not gonna go back in there there's no need mm-hmm. uh, there's no gain i'm gonna go i'm gonna go you know use my energy somewhere else on yep. some different bait site. But, uh, and then I went back in there and it was like, Holy smokes. And the crazy <laughs> yeah. thing, one of the really crazy things was that all the, like, so we had put some sporadic flagging tape up mm-hmm. and, you know, we put it at face level. So when I went back in, I, I couldn't see this, any of this flagging tape <laughs> face level on snow. And, well, and I'm like, Oh, well, all this <laughs> stuff's like, it's probably just covered up by, yeah. f- by like some of this stuff that's springing up. And I start looking up, well, this stuff's like overhead, all this flagging tape's <laughs> overhead. And um, I've honestly never really experienced that. And I usually open baits up in the snow and right, d- yeah. deep, deep snow, but it's not, it's just not, not that, that kind of terrain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not not so much. Yeah. I, mean,
3: yeah, I well, had a similar issue when I went in this year. It was the same thing when mm-hmm. it, well, I didn't even put a bait in. It was like, I ain't hauling bait in, in the snow. I didn't have snowshoes or anything. I was just like, I'll come back.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't even do it. No, so you said in the last one, you said you like to set up your baits early, which sounds like you, you were pretty consistent with that this, this I've spring. O- I've always done that. Yeah. yeah. And then you like to spot and stock. I do. I do. And, yeah, And you were, you were successful at that this year, correct?
2: Yeah, I did. We did have a good, we had a good situation yeah. for sure. Yeah. Right, tell us about that. Um, so a buddy of mine and I, we run a, we want, we run a, uh, a river bait. Okay. And we, uh, so we went to set up, we were looking at like a, we were looking at a new area, just trying to switch things up a little bit. And we'll usually set up to to just for the potential of a spot and stock scenario. Oh, sure. Yeah, and, if you're out there, why not? And it's kind of funny too. Like it, it's kind of we got like we we kind of we got a little excited. We so we <laughs> we find the spot and we're just super pumped on it. And uh, we're we're like, okay, this is where we're gonna set up. And mm. and uh, my buddy that I I bait with, he's like, man, he goes, this is this has all the all the good stuff here. And and so we start hauling gear in. And I look across the river on one of my laps back to the boat and I look up and there's this bear up there on this hillside and he's, eh, I'm going to say he's probably about a mile and a half away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mentioned it's my buddy. He's like, yeah, I, 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 seen him and this and that, and <laughs> he doesn't get as excited as I do. He's, he's killed a lot of bears and <laughs> it, you know, he's, so anyway, I told him, I said, I, I want to go take a better look at that thing. And. He's got, he's got good eyes mm-hmm. and, uh, and he can, he can gauge, he's got some experience gauging size yeah. from distance. And, and I don't, I don't quite have that yet, you know? Mm-hmm. And I said, Hey, said, Hey, is that a big bear? He goes, that's a nice bear. That's a yeah. good bear. Yeah. So, uh, I said, I'm going to go after it. And he's like, well, what are you going to do? And I don't think the wind was like real great. I don't mm-hmm. think it was, I, I don't, you know, usually a headwind's nice. And right. I had to cross a big bog to get oh. to the base of this hill. And uh, anyway, so I'm just gung ho. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't even think I don't even think we were we had hit the bank yet, and I was bailing out <laughs> with the rifle, and you know, I, and so just ready to rock. <laughs> you just yeah, and so we ended up uh, we ended up walking in, and I got to the base of this hill, mm-hmm. and it was it was too steep to get a shot. Yeah, and I saw so it was nice and close distance wise but i didn't have the right angle mm-hmm. so i had to turn around and backpedal <laughs> and so i'm like doing this thing i'm walking away from the base of this hill and this thing we were we ended up figuring out that because we couldn't figure out what's he, what's he eating mm-hmm. nothing would, had really mm-hmm. like sprung yet yeah and when we looked up there it was still pretty brown
4: mm-hmm.
2: um south facing hill still snow on the ground in some spots okay so a still ice on the edges of the water. I mean, we we get out there pretty early. Right, right. Um, and we ended up finding out is that he was eating some some cranberries. Oh, that yeah, had, froze over. Yep. Yeah. And uh, he he was full of those. Nice. But uh, so we backpedaled a little, and it was kind of one of those things where you walk a little ways, look up, walk a little ways, look up. Try trying I, to get that angle smoothed the, out a little bit. Yeah, and there wasn't really anything to brace off of. The angle is super steep. Mm-hmm. And so... I think I ended up grabbing like a I ended up grabbing like a thin spruce tree. Everything was pretty, you know, pretty thin in there. Right, right. And just kinda offhand, um, we ranged him and I think he was at two forty nine. Okay. And I don't remember uh, yeah, I think it was about two forty nine. Yep. And um three hundred wind mag, one eighty grain Acubond Mm-hmm. And let it rip and uh and I heard him, I, you know, I, the, I had the muzzle blast in the lift, you mm-hmm. know, and I tried to kind of reacquisition and I couldn't, I couldn't see him. But then I heard him, I heard him death moan okay. yeah. nice. and there was a pretty good ledge there. And I was like, well, maybe he rolled to us or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So we start looking for him. We start scouring, we walk in, we walk up there. And so my buddy's walking the base of that hill and I'm looking, you know, a little higher up and we can't find this bear. and we're putting i mean we're starting to put some time in Mm -hmm. and then it you know how it gets to the springtime it's super warm but you still have all this all this winter snow on the ground (laughs) ice (laughs) on the edges but it's still warm enough for meat to go oh yeah go south and we eat we eat our bears right? right so um he's like you know we gotta find this thing we're we're looking around looking around so i'm like i'm gonna go up high so i go up high and I'm looking all over this hillside. No impact, no impact oh, yeah. mark on this hillside. Mm. No slides, no nothing, no prints. No blood, no blood, yeah. which is pretty common. Pretty common with bears, yeah. And every once in a while you get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like shedding some layers. I find a little rock, jump all my stuff off, and I'm like, ah, I'm gonna grab that on the way back down. And I go up go to have a drink of water sit down next to this tree and i'm like man where's this bear at Mm. i look i look over to my right and there's just one spruce tree up on this hillside and here's this bear's head (sighs) sticking out and i'm like (laughs) i kind of jumped up for a minute and i'm like (laughs) i yell down there he's up here but i mean it wasn't very far from where Uh i had shot him and he just i think he might have rolled down in there and still had a little bit of umph in him and and kind of slid under that tree I think he might have had. I don't know. He might have still been alive and kind of heard us coming up or something, right. and faced us. Yeah, and got under there. But just his head was sticking out there. Yeah. It was pretty eerie.
1: Well, and and that's typical.
2: If if they if they run back there and you you have to go find them. I mean, oh, yeah. A lot of times you'll find them facing you. I've seen yeah. that a lot. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I've seen where they backtracked to where you shot them too. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> we've seen that a couple yeah. times. But um, yeah. So that was interesting. Mm. Um, we ended up, we ended up kind of fighting the, the warmth there, yeah. getting that thing out of there. And we didn't have game bags. We didn't have a rack pack.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, we all that. Yeah. So st- we
2: left all that stuff at the boat. That's right? fun. And, right, and we yeah. were a ways from the boat. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, what we ended up doing was, is we, we, you know, we rolled them over, got them all, got them all dressed out. And then my buddy took his, he took his hoodie off. And made like a like a man purse out of this hoodie, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we we so we had paw, paws in skull in, <laughs> rolled that thing up in a nice bundle, and he put it in there and tied it all up with the, the hood strings and everything. Mm-hmm. He's still wearing that hoodie too. So he put that in there, and then he threw that. You know the bears aren't real heavy. He was a good sized bear too, but mm-hmm. once we got gutted him out, um, caped him mm-hmm. right, um. Then what we did was is he's like, what do you want to do? You want to make a trip for, you know, something to haul him in. And I said, well, let me see if I can't throw him up on my shoulder and just get him out of here in one piece. And, mm-hmm. and so that's what I ended up doing. I put him on my shoulder and got yeah. him out of there. Um firemen carry him out to the boat. Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, we're doing one trip. You're coming with me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But. <laughs> and then that and it, and it wasn't too bad going down that hill. It was a little sketchy, but then going through that bog, I mean, definitely. Oh yeah, it, yeah. yeah. It, my yeah, my bo- bo- body Bogs was talking to me. Fun. They're never fun. <laughs> yeah, everything was talking to me when we were getting on on out of there. <laughs> yeah, if
3: you don't, if you can't stand bog, don't come to Alaska.
2: Yeah, yeah they're everywhere. <laughs> you got to be tough enough to get through. Them, but but right that was kind of that was kind of cool, and that was hopeful too because we had um. You know, we, uh, we were setting up in that area. So we'd looked across and shot mm-hmm. a nice bear. It was a really good, it was, it was a good sized bear.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's a good,
2: good tail. Uh, uh, you know, that you're setting up in the right space. It was so really, you, it was, was just really cool. It was really cool. Um, th- it, it was a good experience just because of the way things were starting out. Every mm-hmm. like we were discussing, everything was slow. Right. And right. so it was really good for the morale. Yeah. Like it got us pumped. It was good. Good deal. Right. Snack yeah. stick bear. Right. Yeah. First bear. Good bear. <laughs> yeah. And super um super full you know mm-hmm. good hide and you know eating those berries This so yeah, it's really cool that's awesome yeah it was fun yeah that's that's a good like, pl- good places to look is hillsides i've never seen, like i've that. never set a bait and shot a bear in the same day so that was kind <laughs> that of exciting. Cool. it was really well, i'm cool. even bringing
1: all this dog food for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Time to go home, leave it on the bench. And there's like, and there's a little more to that, maybe down the road. Like, maybe down the road, I I, like, um, we definitely got some takeaways out of that as far Mm -hmm. as having what we needed. And we know better, you know, we've done that, we've played this game enough, and we know better. But it's that whole thing we, you know, we always make mistakes, right? Yeah. So there was a lot of takeaways having what you need, and, uh, and we had everything. Yeah. We just didn't, just didn't grab it. And, you know, in the future, what I would do is I would grab what I need. You know, mm-hmm. at yeah. least a frame pack and some game bags. Yeah. It, you're just pumped. Yeah. And that bear, he was so busy. He didn't care what we were doing. Yeah. He had looked down a couple of times and I mean, he I mean, was, they got to be starving at that point of the year. They're just
1: trying to get food. They don't care about you. Yeah. Right. I mean,
2: yeah. and he did get a little, he did get a little leery right there at the end mm-hmm. and he was kind of starting to get the, like, I'm going to get peel out of here kind of, kind of attitude going. So I was like, you're, it's time to go, <laughs> it's time to go down.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of people have probably experienced that, that whole not having what you need. I'm one of them, for sure. Yeah. I, I've firemen carried bear out of a bait before, because same thing. Just, oh, just going in and check cameras real quick. And you never know when you're going to connect. Right. Like, it's so... Well, and that's it, the it's, thing, it's too. It's keeping it all accessible to you. Because the same thing, I had it all. It was just back of the truck. You know what the... Like, <laughs> it you know, just yeah, like, <laughs> I totally... Yep. <laughs> so
2: making sure it's on you when you go chase something. <laughs> I've done it so many times with so many things. And you know, the other thing is, it's like I almost didn't even bring a rifle. Yeah, you know, he's like, you're going to bring a rifle? And I said, yeah, no, you're going to bring a rifle? I was like, I'm not bringing a rifle. I I don't want to shoot. I'm not bothering shooting a bear. And I'm like, he's like, you should grab a rifle. And I'm like, ah, what, you're reluctant, you know. Yeah, we're just setting right. up. It's yeah. like, even just bring, like, Yeah, it, it, like, we're not going to see bears. And it was still really cold, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at night. I, I don't know. It was, we were warm, there was but, still ice on the river. It was, start- and so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we weren't really, you know, I was hearing about bears starting to, people starting to see mm-hmm. bears and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, it was shocking for sure. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But I mean, I was, that, it's just like there you go. I almost didn't even bring a rifle. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah. bring, bring a rifle. Bring your you, stuff. You right? never
1: know when you're going to connect. That's 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 the big takeaway. Yeah. And so how how the rest of your bait season go?
2: It was it was really good. Yeah. Um. So I I ended up getting that dink on uh, that bait that Dalton and I. Oh yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a it wasn't a dink, but it wasn't a big barrier. You know? Right. <laughs> and just snack you know, stick bear. Snack stick bear. Yeah. Right? And um. And so that one took a while to fire up. Mm-hmm. That wasn't real. That wasn't really very hopeful. Yeah. And it was rough too, because like Dalton, I, I, uh, you know, he's, he's kind of, ch- we're chit chatting and stuff. He's, mm-hmm. he's hollering at me from camp at night and stuff, yep. guide camping. And, <laughs> and I'm like, Hey man, how's it going? He's telling me all his stories. And, mm-hmm. and like, and I'm like, I could tell that the, you know, I could feel the anticipation. Like, so what's, what do we got on the I know. cameras, you know? And I'm, and I, <laughs> and I, I'm like, man, we don't have anything, you know, and nothing yet. mm mm-hmm. And then I uh, ended up going up and uh, we sat that bait. I took a buddy of mine. I recruited him to, to um, help me haul some more, some more stuff in there right, and kind right. of butter it up a little and, you know, get some scent up mm-hmm. in there. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we ended up, we didn't have anything come in and we ended up getting ready to pull out of there. the weather was getting a little weird. And then that bear came rolling in on us while we were on the ground. And I'm like, oh, it's just going to come to the bait. But it started looking a little, it started looking suspect. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, it was kind of like, and you I'm like, the eyeballs? yeah, and I'm like, man, it's always you small bears. It's never, you know, <laughs> it's a little right. adolescence. They don't know better yet. Yeah, yeah. And this thing just had that attitude. I had seen it on the cameras and stuff. Mm-hmm. It had been hanging out and it was going through bait pretty good. And mm-hmm. So I asked my buddy, I'm like, can we get some snack sticks? And he goes, yeah, send it. And so and I, <laughs> I I think we're like 15 feet from this thing and I dumped it and <laughs> easy pack out. Right. Yeah. And then the other thing too, I'm like, I don't have Dalton here to help me hold bait. I'm going to, we're just going to keep feeding this thing. Right. Like, right. Get yeah. The, get this thing out of here. And they can be, the, the, you know, they can be deterrents too on. on oh, baits. they can? Uh, Those little bears. I mean, they put up a fight and they, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I mean, they, they can be bad for business.
0: Oh yeah. So
1: Yeah. Let's take a quick break real quick.
0: All right, folks. We all know that one of the most common mishaps in hunting is damage to your rifle scope. Last year, I found the solution to that problem with the Stealthy Hunter rifle cover. It wraps around your scope and actions securely to protect it from getting knocked off of zero or even severely damaged. Stealthy Hunter also has a glassing pad and a wide variety of supplements for the outdoorsman such as protein powder, CBD products, turmeric, and gut health supplements. They also make a lightweight trauma kit weighing in at just 14 ounces that includes everything you need and nothing you don't for all of your backcountry medical emergencies. To shop all of their equipment and supplements, go to StealthyHunter.com and enter the discount code at checkout, THE NORTHERN HUNTER, to save on your order today. All Stealthy Hunter equipment is proudly made in the USA.
1: All right, so, so you got that little one-off there. Um, shortly after that, Dalton came home and was able to take that really nice, uh, what was that, like a cinnamon half cinnamon, half chocolate. Is that what he got out
2: there? Yeah. He got like a really cool color phase yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. I remember knew so, it was cool too, because there wasn't much going on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was my biggest thing with him. Cause I just, I had no positive feedback. Oh, went, right? hey, I got rid of a pest out there, you know? And he's just like, he's, are we getting hit or, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm like, man, sorry for the silence, but there's just no new developments. Right. And I got that bear. <laughs> that was cool. little meat bear. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then he came back and we, we went and sat it mm-hmm. and that bear had been hitting it. And, uh, he had talked about it before on the previous episodes, but yeah. yeah, it was really cool. It was a cool setup and it, it was a really fun hunt. Good. It was awesome. Good. Really good bear. Mm-hmm. Awesome looking bear. Yeah. It was a pretty one for sure. Yeah. It was cool. All
1: right. So, so you guys, uh, that one that you shot your, your spot and stock bear at, yeah. um, so you guys finished setting that one up? I'm assuming you you, you didn't just stop there. You went back. You yeah, we visited. We visited that <laughs> yeah, and t- checked on t- it. Tell t- us about that one. How, the, how was the the setup on that one? How did it perform? Um, all, so the, all that stuff.
2: We hadn't really ran that spot, and mm-hmm. it was a little tough getting getting in there. Yeah, as it should be. Yep. yep. And um, so we didn't. We tried to go travel lightweight on that one. Yeah. So we didn't bring tree stands in okay. or any of that. And yeah. what we did was we just went on a ground blind, no barrel no tree stands okay. so you, you just set up cribbing nice. for the date yep. we set a everything. good a good like strong backer up good good crib yep and then we kind of started to do the uh we started to do the uh ground blind setup mm. and that that kind of fell short too we just ended up putting lawn chairs in there oh really and, nice. yeah and enough space to put our snacks and stuff yeah. in the middle of us and, there you go and it, yeah it was pretty tight in there so how, how was your ground
1: blind were you just lay logs on top of each yeah, other? Or did we you bring t- like an official like tarp? Or we took some
2: baling wire and just kind of, that's kind of generally what we'll do too. We'll okay, took yeah. a little baling wire and just kind of just as needed, you know, kind of t- mm-hmm. tethered stuff together and mm-hmm. cut some stuff down. And I think about probably about two and a half feet up, we stopped. Mm and (laughs) just enough to cover your knees it was pretty opening open and then like the um the back was a little more closed the back and the sides you know but the front end was pretty exposed and it was a short it was a short distance to the The yeah what what was like
1: 15 yards 20 yards well yeah we didn't really scope
2: it out real well so what we did was is we did this really like elaborate uh backing right and then set dumped all our bait on the ground and then we turned around looked and we're like man we're not very far away from (laughs) You know, but and and so my, my, my buddy, Carl, he's like, he's like, yeah, let's just send it, man. And I'm like, man, I said, this is really up close and personal. And he goes, yeah, he goes, if it's going to happen, it's sure going to happen. You you know, he's like, you got to have your head on a swivel in here. So it's a big boy bait. Yeah. He, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was, you know, and, and I see a lot of guys set baits like, up that like that, but yeah. it's a little different when you're doing it yourself. It's, right. And I mean, and they come in, you never know where they're going to come in from mm-hmm. and they'll cross water behind you and come in and oh, yeah. it's exciting. The, the ground line thing is really, it's, it's a little unnerving, but it's also really exciting. Yeah. It's yeah. a different take on things. Yep.
3: I had one bait this year. The bears didn't hit till really late. Mm-hmm. I hunted it for like two or three days. So I did the same thing. I just grabbed a lawn chair, ran in there with that. I didn't even bother setting up hardly any brush. There was like a log, <laughs> and there was a bunch of like high-grown uh, grass and um, weeds in in between me and the bait. So yeah. I just kind of sat partway behind a tree where I could still shoot, and then I could just stick my head around to look both ways. I didn't have anything mm-hmm. behind me or around me. It was just <laughs> chair was the same color as the grass. Like there you go. And I just you know got my snacks all set up. Honestly, it was really nice. Way nice. <laughs> yeah. So much nicer like in a tree stand where you're limited on movement and stuff. I mean
1: mm-hmm. I could.
2: I just th- got to get that Comfort was, King, man. Part of me is like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are really cool. That's what, uh, that's what Dalton and, yeah, ran. Yeah, and I ran. I've never run one them. before, yeah. but they were nice.
3: My, my dad ran a couple of those Millenniums or whatever they are this yeah. year. They're about twice the Comfort King price or more.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: my goodness. Yeah. Those, yeah, are, those ones are nice too. Those are
3: sweet. Huge seat.
1: Yep. And uh, rifle rest and all. They that.
3: have a uh, a piece you mount to the tree first that mm. the tree stand slips onto. Oh, I love so that. So you can mount, go up there, mount that, then carry the tree stand up and slip it on instead of wrestling with the tree stand and the straps at the same I, time.
1: I had to make one of those myself, yeah. for the Comfort King because that makes it so much easier. It like I mean, trying to trying to hold it up like setting one of those one right. one person. It's it's a nightmare. I mean, What are but the Comfort
3: King cost? Like hundred thirty bucks. Hundred thirty bucks, something those, like that. Yeah. Those millenniums are like three hundred.
4: Cool,
1: buddy. I mean, hopefully they're comfortable. My dad, but.
3: my dad goes, you know what? I'm getting old. I want, I want to be comfortable and I've got the money. I can afford it. So there you, you go. Two.
2: <laughs> You've earned it. <laughs> I never used one of those comfort kinks till like, uh, till Dalton. Yeah. yeah. And I set them. Well, yeah, we ended up setting a couple up and they were really, they yeah. were super mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. They're, they're super nice stands, but. Yeah. So did you guys have a uh, good success out there? Good we, no, good we, numbers put up? We did. Uh, yeah. So, um, a buddy of mine that I kind of, that just started baiting with us, mm-hmm. um, it was his first year we had a bear start coming in hitting and it was kind of, it took a while. Like we Mm -hmm. we were talking, it was a slow season. Mm -hmm. Um, and we ended up letting him go ahead and take a bear. Oh, awesome. Which was really cool. Yeah. You know, and that's almost more exciting than shooting bears yourself sometimes. oh yeah seeing new, yep. new people right. succeed and you know and he was excited <laughs> i think i was more excited than he was you know yeah but um does he
1: experience in hunting at all or was this like his um, first? no not at all really? We kind
2: of uh we this he <laughs> he actually he uh helped me do some stuff around my house and i have mentioned a couple times i'm like hey man you know if you ever want to go with us he's good dude he's mm-hmm. pretty like you know pretty uh pretty quiet about stuff that you share with them and Mm. i'm like you know hey i if you want i don't really do this but you know you can compete with us and (laughs) he was like oh i don't know maybe i'll take you up on it and so he ended up he goes hey man you know i've been thinking about what you said i'm like oh really yeah i want to go so yeah he shot a nice bear good and he was super excited is he he addicted now he's pretty pumped (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's pretty pumped it it was cool to kind of see him. (laughs) yeah You, you could see him get hooked. Nice. So. Yeah. That, that's awesome. when they. Can and get he's a good honey partner trip. too. He, he, uh, I mean, he put a ton of work in and mm-hmm. he didn't have any expectations and we, we had a bear come in and I'm like, Hey man, you want to take this thing? Like, yeah, you earned it. Go for it. Right. Right. You know, so <laughs> that's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's a whole different thing when they, they actually put the work in and they, they go out there and they're really, yeah. really putting the effort forward mm-hmm. and, and learning how to do it that's the big thing and, you yeah know, and like i was already being like, involved in the process don't, not just show up and
2: shoot something well you know, yeah but, and he put a lot of hard work in i yeah. mean he was like what do we, what do we do what do we got to do and he yep. cleared a bunch of stuff and he hauled a bunch nice. of stuff awesome. and so that's i'm like great you know what, man that's go, great. just go for it like yeah and i already i was already two bears in and mm-hmm. it was going to be pretty hard to to beat all that excitement too yeah so whatever I'm, I'm i'm over it if i don't get another bear it's <laughs> been good <laughs> it's been good. You, you got one more off that bait, correct? I did, yeah, we had yeah. one. We had one come in pretty, pretty rowdy, huffing. and oh really? Yeah, and uh, mad, huh? just blew in. I, yeah, he didn't seem very happy that we were there. He definitely wasn't there for food. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was there for a fight. Yeah, I, I made a bunch of
2: ruckus and he came blowing in there like pretty shortly after and, awesome. um and dumped him. I hit him head on and he mm. just yeah, he just fell down on his legs, you know. But yep. and that was a really good bear. Yeah, so that turned out to be a good spot. Right on. So, how, how
1: many? How many did you get total? It was, it was three bears. I got th- three, three bears total. Awesome! Awesome. Yeah. That's that's a great season right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I wish I could say the
2: same, but <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody that listens to the show already knows that yeah, story, right. so <laughs> I'm not going to revisit it. But this, um, this is kind of the first. This is the first year too that I've kind of like branched out and gone with a few different buddies and. Mm-hmm uh just kind of doing simple baits and just trying to get involved a little mm-hmm. more have a couple more opportunities mm-hmm. so and I think last year kind of did that for me you know I'm like if I get a chance like Dalton was like hey man you want to go run a bait and I was super super pumped on that yeah because I'm like that's just one more opportunity to see right. stuff and right yeah new experiences and see how he does stuff and bounce ideas off each other it was good absolutely and, yeah well, we it, all get two sites at each right so
1: <laughs> you know.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's a great I way mean, to spread
1: things out and, yep. and yeah, share everything out. So, and it's
2: fun to it's fun to just get out there and and, and do all that up. Yeah.
3: So, I mean, you got three bears on your baits this year, which yeah. is sweet, right? I worked way harder this year at bear baiting than I have for like three or four years. Mm-hmm. Planning on killing a couple bears at least, right? I had yeah. a bear dedicated a bait for, dedicated to grizzlies and a bait dedicated to black bears. Heck yeah! And it when it worked out that there were black bears on the black bear bait. They didn't hit till the last week mm. of the season and they hit for like three days, ate it out. And by the time I got back in there, they were gone. Cause I mean, I kind of gave up on it by that, by that time.
2: I've had that happen a few times where you just kind of lose hope. And it, then next thing you know, they're there. Yeah.
3: Well, my cameras were giving me a whole much trouble on that bait too. That's a whole nother story. But, um, we the, had a lot of
2: that this year too, with good stuff too. Hmm. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. So, the other issue I had... It's all the 5G towers. But the, the biggest issue I had overall, though, was uh, bears were sporadic. They weren't consistent. Mm. They would come in, they'd eat, they'd leave. There was no... Now, you know, you get this in baiting in areas where other baiters may be, which may happen, right? Right. They're running circles. They're running circles. Yeah. But, but even like, you know, you know, we talked about it all. Like I said, we talked about it all on the podcast. So, it's nothing really new to the listeners. I mean, you've probably heard, it, heard about, a lot about it too. But just bears, bears being sporadic, uh, showing up for a while you know, four or five days in a row. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go hunt it.
1: Almost acting like grizzlies. Like, and then a, like, a
3: day or two later, I'd go hunt it. And, and they didn't show for four or five days. Like I hunted mm-hmm. it in the middle of that time and there was nothing. Yeah. And then at the end of the season, like no nothing for the last week, week and a half.
2: It's oh, it's so rough. You're you're so spent by that last week of. of and bear I mean, I busted. That, physically, emotionally. And, well, and that's your week too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. it, what what is this, the stats on that? Guys kill most of their bears the last like the last it, week. Is, oh yeah, I haven't I yeah at the stats, that's the hottest but, time of the season. Yeah, and we had that. Oh wait, too. I had a bait that I had given up on also, mm-hmm. and I go back in there. I had like five bears in there one time. Wow. And that was. You know, and I wasn't putting any time to that spot, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I was so disappointed. I, I'm like, I can't believe I just kind of gave up on this. Yeah. I mean, I had boars and sals. I it was like a bear yeah. circus in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you kind of experience the same thing as what he's talking about? Like, uh, was, totally, was it sporadic? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, that night that I shot that last, that third bear, mm-hmm. um, we hadn't had anything on the cameras for like over a week, really? wow. And I mean, and that's what I did. I got in there and started breaking brush and banging stuff around we had a bucket with scent with yeah. some nasty boar hanging in it and yeah. stuff and i started banging on that with a stick and 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 i had uh, my buddy with me on that one the new guy and he's and he's like why are you doing all that you know we've we're always quiet and i said well this is like a last ditch effort and then yeah. lo and behold that bear comes out yeah right after yeah. That. getting territorial and getting protective. yeah i mean he didn't yeah. even come he walked right by the food and came straight to us so wow. and, uh, yeah yeah <laughs>
1: that's awesome it's always good to hear about people having great success out there um but an interesting thing you were telling me about and i'm I'm hoping to get in on this in on this with you here soon um (laughs) you were you you were talking to me about beaver
4: hunting yeah you got into
1: beaver hunting this year yep um and uh tell us a little bit about that how how that went down what kind of what you were uh um how you're doing it and how successful you were at and there's
2: uh so uh, there's some ch- been some changes to the regs statewide. Mm-hmm. You you I you guys. I don't know if you have that in front of you.
0: No,
1: I don't right now. But the the, the gist of it is that they opened up for firearms statewide. Yeah, um, and where, there still are some restricted areas. Right. Yeah. yeah that you I gotta mean, there, pay attention to. There was a lot of misunderstanding when the state did that because they they loosened up uh, before it was. There were certain areas where you could shoot them. There were certain areas you could only trap them. And I think they opened up a lot of those trap-only areas to rifle because yes. beavers have been getting kind of overpopulated. They've been protected for a long yeah. time. Yeah. And they can um, cause a lot of damage. Causing a lot of damage. They've been rerouting
2: waterways and things like that. Yeah. So I, I think they're
1: trying to kind of take care of that problem right now. But yeah, like you'd mentioned, there's
2: still a lot of restrictions on it. Yeah. And so, I mean, a lot of the states water, right? So there's a lot of opportunities to go out and shoot beavers. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do it. You can do it by riverboat. You can do it by mm-hmm. kayak. Um, okay, yeah. You, you, know, you your, could walk sloughs, right? You, I mean, yeah, you can do that. There's a lot of guys that do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's all sorts of different ways you could approach it, but we do for, it. We for, do it out of a boat. So you're hunting uh, running water or still water? Like running, what? running, water, running water. Generally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and rim fires. Okay. You yeah, know, up. rim fires are good. You're taking headshots. Are oh, you? Yeah, uh, yeah. Cause that's, you know, that's the, that's the, section they do away with when they process beavers right mm-hmm. whatever you're gonna have a wall hanger it's a good place to, <laughs> right good place to tag them but, but um are they they're pretty tough pretty tough v- to put down they are very resilient yeah it's, it's all uh it's all it's think box shots right no you know, you're not you're not hitting vitals on beavers
1: you know the funny thing is um my wife and i really like uh porcupine hunting for small game (laughs) stuff. I know a lot Um, of people that do. Yeah. And those buggers are tough as they come. I mean, I I think we had one this spring that took four shots from a 22 mag to to put down. And the first two were through the boiler Hmm. room. Yeah. Like straight up through the boiler room with VMAXs. No, the thing didn't have lungs yet left. It just refused to to go down. Yeah. They're very tough. Sheer
2: willpower. So beavers are kind of the same way. Beavers are very much the same way. I mean, they can soak some serious lead (laughs) and you don't really want to shoot them in the, you know, you don't really want to shoot them in the vitals anyway, because you're you're getting in the the fur is not very deep. Mm -hmm. It's not, not a lengthy fur. So, uh, that you holes and and stuff like that show right right and, and headshots are just good. It's quick. It's ethical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Uh The other thing too is you don't want to you don't want to get like a bad uh body shot mm-hmm. and then have them and have them submerge and then you're looking for them. Oh yeah, they sink. Yeah, it's yeah. usually when you you know they'll kind of yeah you, you they'll kind of reanimate on you and go to the bottom and stash out. But mm-hmm. um yeah you head shoot them. Okay. And there's different ways you can you can go about that. yeah you mm-hmm. retrieving them sometimes. So I know some guys, some uh someone you and I know that's uh, <laughs> just a uh, just a uh, uh pretty exceptional honor. I know he just, he shoots them and grabs them by the tail and flings them in the boat and just <laughs> goes on his way and I mean they they can be pretty nasty yeah. when they're dying. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard some stories. I mean, even with headshots, yeah. they—I've so had a few that have a little left in them. So I mean, they, <laughs> and they, yeah. Um, so what do you guys do when they sink? Um, so what you do is uh, you run a net, okay, yeah. and you net them up like 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 a salmon dip net kind of thing. Uh, or yeah, that's a good that. net. Yeah. Something with like a flat base, like a flat mm-hmm. bottom on it, so that you can kind of comb the bottom. And you usually, the last place you saw them go down, you can usually. You almost always recover them. Okay. Yeah. 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 That that'd be
1: <laughs> that'd be an interesting one. I've I've seen people use like uh like treble hooks and and weight them down a little bit and just kind of drag the bottom too i've seen people do that I, I don't know if i would like doing that it sounds like a really good way to get snagged up on just about everything it sounds but, like you'd be
2: doing more more but, debris fishing yeah. than beaver retriever <laughs> right. Right. But, but i have heard of that of people doing that i think nets sound like a much better way it, it is you get and then you don't use like your gill net style nets you use like your you know your mm. uh mesh nets yep uh, something that's a little more durable because you're gonna get that thing hung up. You're gonna be sticking it yeah. in the water if you're if you're after it. You're gonna be using that net, mm-hmm. and so sometimes you'll pull them up. They'll still have a little gas left down, and you know a little um like a rimfire pistol, twenty two, mm-hmm. um, it's a good way to absolutely you, you know finish them off. Mm-hmm. What time <laughs> yeah. of year are you normally? Focusing on those, like, like is that just an after bear bait season kind of thing, or so shooting them? You really want to get after them right as the ice is coming off, okay? And that's what yeah. kind of make can when be a little trying, spring, right? Yeah, and it doesn't last real long either. Right. Um, yeah. It's pretty quick, and you'll see that quality kind of mm-hmm. uh, pr- rather quickly. So right when that ice starts going off, and you mm-hmm. can access okay. them, you know, For early spring, yeah, yeah. Or I guess, early, I guess my, yeah, and obviously depending on where you're going, you're gonna have that water's gonna start you know that ice is going to start breaking up yep. different times but absolutely um some of, you will get out there and there's still ice floating by us in the boat mm-hmm. you know that's the best way to do it yeah yeah and those beaver carcasses are good for for next year's bear baits too. well yeah and that's the yeah. other thing too <laughs> well and you got enough time to get them kind of dingy even at that time of year mm-hmm. to use them for your current baits that you're kind of oh, yeah. sprucing up so yeah take them out there get them on a tree somewhere Lots of bait swimming around out there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and it's a great use for it too. I mean, you you know, oh, yeah. once you get the hide off of them and everything like that. I mean, I, I I'd be interested to to try one for eating. See see what their, yeah, they're they're pretty good. Like, I've but, I've, yeah. I, I've okay. tried it and it's actually it's. Uh, yeah. uh, I
2: don't think I would make an attempt at it personally. I don't have <laughs> the culinary skills, but I've I've had it prepared and it's mm. it's been really good. Nice, so. nice. Well, ho- I'm hoping to try that soon
3: yeah I was just I was going to say the same thing. I was going to ask if you tried any How, How'd you cook it?
2: I didn't cook it. Someone prepared it and okay. it, was, it was good i don't I definitely wouldn't attempt cooking it <laughs> and the other thing I will say this is now that I've handled a bunch of beaver yeah. um, mm-hmm. I ate this like my pre bear baiting days. I tried beaver and uh, tried beaver. And uh, <laughs> I don't know that I would revisit that. Oh, you know, really? No. I mean, because they're, they're, you know, they they have just, a pretty strong smell to them. Yeah, yeah they, they do. I think once you make that association, it's kind of like, eh. I've so, I I smelled too many rotten beavers in five-gallon buckets at yeah, bait stations right. that I don't think, you know. There's just no going back. Yeah, that yeah you know, that's not something I want to revisit. <laughs> it was good before I, I, I knew better.
3: Do you uh, try to harvest caster? For uh, making your own trap and bait, yeah. Or yeah. So like that's that. kind
2: of the cool thing about it. So you get you get your caster out of it, mm-hmm. so you can dry your casters out, and mm-hmm. um, and then you've got your you got your carcasses for baiting, right? Um, yeah. and then you get good fur out of it too. Yeah. and it's you know it's I don't think beavers are going for much. Few yeah, it, it fluctuates so much, but yeah, I, I think recently, yeah, they're not going for. And then, and that's not really like why I do anything anyway. I do all right. that stuff for myself, so wall hangers and. Mm-hmm. Give them away to fa- to family and people mm-hmm. that are that get excited about that kind of stuff. You know, yep That's yeah. where a lot of my my stuff goes. Absolutely, so. yeah. Well,
1: let's uh, let's take one more quick break, Mo,
0: and then we'll carry on. All right, folks. We all know that one of the most common mishaps in hunting is damage to your rifle scope. Last year, I found the solution to that problem with the Stealthy Hunter Rifle Cover. It wraps around your scope and action securely to protect it from getting knocked off of zero or even severely damaged. Stealthy Hunter also has a glassing pad and a wide variety of supplements for the outdoorsman, such as protein powder, CBD products, turmeric and gut health supplements. They also make a lightweight trauma kit weighing in at just 14 ounces that includes everything you need and nothing you don't for all of your backcountry medical emergencies. To shop all of their equipment and supplements, go to stealthyhunter.com and enter the discount code at checkout, the Northern Hunter, to save on your order today. All Stealthy Hunter equipment is proudly made in the USA.
3: Alright, Chris, we've covered beavers. Tell me about what they call that ribeye of the sky.
2: Ah, so uh Crane. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heard, yeah. Yeah. You know, heard you got into a little bit of that this year. I did. I've always, so I got uh, one of my really good buddies that I hunt with. He's always trying to get me to go. He's a big waterfowl guy. Yeah. Oh, I've never had any interest in, in hunting waterfowl. Mm. And at every September he kind of disappears for a little bit okay. on me and I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> right. Most seasons here. So this year he set us up with a, a buddy of ours. Mm set me up with a buddy of ours and i went out with these guys and i i went crane hunting for the first time and it it was awesome yeah i'm hooked (laughs) yeah i'm it it was the whole thing was awesome they they taste great they're fun to shoot Mm -hmm.
1: it's it's just a good time yeah i know it was kind of funny because i I was over at your house one day and and we were talking about it and you were like man you know i never really wanted to get into this but now, all of a sudden, I got this bug. Like, I just I really want to try yeah. and get it, get it yeah. done. Like, just get after it. and I You know, I think, like, it's... I think it was like a week later. You're like, hey, bro, you want to try some cranes? <laughs> 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 I got more than I can handle. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, good job, buddy. Good job. I
3: might, well, um, the, I might have to get in on this next year.
2: Yeah. You yeah. know, they, they don't hang out very long. So, opener is kind of right at the tail end. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's funny because it's, I guess it's the, you start paying attention to what's around you mm-hmm. when you start developing interest, right? Like you drive to work, you see Fox and stuff and you start paying right. attention to eyes and all this stuff, Do you, you know, know, all this in down in the, down in the ditch and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. what's that? So my, I tell my wife, I'm like, you know, I'm, I think I want to go crane hunting. And she, you know, she's used to me always like coming up with these ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but I don't, I don't have any shells. I need to go get some good shells. So oh, I, so I'm, a, I'm asking all our buddies, you know? And of course I wait till the last minute. Right. Yeah. Nothing exists in, in Fairbanks. Oh no. And, to- and everybody told me, you know, all <laughs> my buddies, they told me, you know, get your shells, you know, or they're buying, we'll be like, we'll, we'll be getting ready to go like bear hunt or something and stop in somewhere and they're picking up bird, bird shells mm-hmm. and you know, you should grab some of these and whatever. So last minute, like the day before opener mm-hmm. where I'm running to every store trying to find shells <laughs> and, uh, the, and just cranes are just swarming Fairbanks, right? <laughs> right. Like, and, and, and I'm getting really pumped on this cause I'm a little more aware of it. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm, we're at, we're over at Sportsman's warehouse and I'm like, I mean, you could have shot your limit in the parking lot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, so I ended up, I ended up finding like one box of shells, but, um.
3: So, so what kind of shells were they recommending?
2: um I, a lot of guys there's a lot of there's a everyone has everybody their everybody has their thing yeah mm-hmm. so some guys use like the tungsten
3: those are expensive yep. yeah
2: um and i'm pretty new to this too so i'm you know i'm kind of speaking to this from a very like novice mm-hmm. perspective um and i tried to soak up as much as i could from the guys i went with it yeah. some guys run like bismuth yeah yeah um that's, some that's of these a- dudes are like you know, you'll get these big, like volleys, of uh, gunshots. You get these cranes flying through and everyone's picking their shells up because these guys are reloading their own shells. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah. it's a really cool culture. It really yeah. is. It's just a whole nother element of hunting. <laughs> and, um, and then everybody's shotguns, high end shotguns and all that. Mm-hmm, and I was running right. my eight seventy, you know, <laughs> with my, uh, <laughs> yeah, buddy, uh, what uh, uh, <laughs> modified choke. And I, uh, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and, I definitely want a new a new shotgun now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that Benelli. Oh yeah, yeah. I did yeah. look at a Weatherby. That's yeah, and they look pretty sweet. Those Weatherbys
1: look sweet. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, they, I'm,
2: I'm thinking about grabbing one up here soon. Yeah, so a, a semi-auto is definitely what you mm-hmm. what you want. Um, there's all kinds of different shot guys use. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was really fun. They they taste great mm-hmm. and. You get out there kind of right before light and there's restrictions on when you, when you can start shooting and mm-hmm. when you have yes, to stop right. and that kind of narrows down, that gets smaller. You look at the waterfowl mm-hmm. regs. Right. Um, and that was kind of interesting. It kind of gets everybody hyped up, you know, and th- there was times where we limited out like within the last five minutes.
3: Wow. <laughs> of really? the, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, where you're just like skunked and last five minutes you get, you know, yep. so it was really cool. It was a, it was a great experience. Well, and, and Mo and I figured that out when we were
1: down, we we got into some duck hunting down in Southeast and um, the the shooting light limitations is really, it, it's interesting, especially for, for, I don't know how it would be in the lower 48, if maybe it, it just makes a little more sense down there, but for up here, we were, you know, every day you're in the book, every day you're trying to see when yeah. you're yeah, allowed and to it's, shoot. And, and by the day it and, changes. It, yeah, exactly. It, it changes yep. by the day. And and so I don't know if, if there's like a a, a a limit that they go out with and figure out exactly how far before uh actual sunset needs to be but like you know we're sitting out there and we hit our time limit for the evening and it's still plenty bright enough like like to us yeah like if i was a moose hunting i'd still be i'd still be shooting right. well you and know, i think and like, it might
2: be kind of but it might be kind of engineered that way because I, what i did notice is you know the closer to like once he got later mm-hmm you really, they really were starting to like move, going back to roost, like mm, on the river and stuff yeah. like that. Cause that's what they'll do. They'll go into their like feeding areas that's during right. the day. And then at like, and then at the end of the day, so before so kind of cut light. Out, cut out that unfair advantage. It's really kind of, kind of cool too. You get yeah. the anticipation is really fun too, because you're sitting in the dark and you're waiting for shooting light and, and you can hear these things flying over you. And the weather, we don't really have that type of weather very long in Fairbanks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's where you get that like hazy right. fog and I'm never out. Yeah. I'm never out in like the, you know, low, low land like that, like, in mm-hmm. the, you know, so that was really exciting. You get that anticipation. They, you can hear them flying over and they chatter and it, it's really cool. Right. Yeah. And then it gets light and then, you, and then at the end of the day, when it comes to closing light, mm-hmm. it's, you've noticed that it kind of starts picking up. And I don't know if it's kind of set up to give them a chance to kind of, so you're not just could tagging be, it, every bird yeah. out of the sky. But the other thing we, her, him and I were thinking was just for identification,
1: you know, just because for yes, ducks, it's it's, sure. still, it's still bright enough that you could see a duck and shoot a duck and, and feel just fine mm-hmm. about it and do it accurately. But can you identify that duck it, in the lower lights? Yeah. And so, so for duck, it, it, that's kind of what we figured out. And I'm sure there's, there's waterfowl hunters that are listening to this right now, like, uh. Uh, no, can't believe these, these guys. We don't know we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, and so, <laughs> but we all, we were kind of in the no, same boat. No, and I mean, like, it like is. waterfowl
2: was it, that's moose season. It reminds me of like it reminds, what, me, of like, after, it reminds me of like archery. You know, yeah. it's so fascinating, and there's so many elements to it. It, mm-hmm. it was just a really neat thing to be a part mm-hmm. of, and yeah. it's something that I'm definitely hooked on. It's something I'm definitely going to learn about. And, yeah, and some of these guys, I mean, these some of these shots that these guys take, and there's all this. It's funny too because when you're in groups, they cut. There's a, like different terminology, like sky busting and stuff like this, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, uh, say, all three of us are sitting there, right, and we're waiting for a, a flock to fly in. You know, and like Mo takes a crank at like 120 yards per shot, right? <laughs> what are you doing, Molly? You know, or whatever. And they, it so it's like everybody where well, you kind of you kind of you, you let them get close enough that everybody has an opportunity. Yeah, and you know, it's cool. You work in a group, and yeah, it's uh it, it's really fun. It's a <laughs> yeah. blast. Why'd you Have,
3: single me out on that one? I mean, come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, right, right. I could right. use that. So. And the, and the, and the best part was, it's like, so I, I've never really, um, yeah, I've predator hunted with a shotgun mm-hmm. and, um, and played around. I've shot some ptarmigan in the past with a shotgun and I am not good with a shotgun. Right. <laughs> and I was getting like jams and I didn't have that thing lubricated properly. Mm. And, oh yeah. And then these guys carry like, you know, they'll carry lube and stuff and, and, you know, everyone's spraying their stuff down and like every in between. In between, (laughs) you know, all these volleys guys are like doing like maintenance, field maintenance on the fly. It's really exciting. It was, it was cool. What?
3: um, So, so, did you find any bismuth in town?
2: No, I. So i I didn't find anything. Mm -hmm. I I mean, it it was. Uh, You could tell what what the good what the good ammo was by all the empty slots on the shelf. I just mean, mean, did you
3: see it where it would have normally been available?
2: I, no no because no. I've looked
3: for bismuth in town and I haven't been able to find it because mm-hmm. it seems like it'd be the most it's in between like the you know the steel versus to the tungsten and price like Right, steel's obviously the most economical um, I was shooting like the Migra stuff yeah. and that stuff flew really well for steel mm-hmm. I talked to a few guys like some guides and stuff that recommend that and prefer that in, in steel but mm-hmm. I was looking for the bismuth which is federal it's I ran one, some I that. was
2: running some some steel uh, T-Shot Okay, mm-hmm. and you know I I'm not any expert in like different shot size and any of that, but I was having a heck of a time, and I ended up running some other. So I had a buddy of mine hand give me a handful of some stuff, and he's like, here, he's like, dude, put that stuff away, and, yeah. and I really started connecting, and yeah. then he ended up throwing me a good pocket of that stuff and nice. enough to run me carrying me through the next few days, mm-hmm. and it was yeah. really fun. And yeah. a lot of guys will kind of I know like in the interior here, like up where we're at. The, cut, mm-hmm. the, the seasons. its literally a day to two days, yeah—and then those things are off, okay. and they're heading down south, right? Mm-hmm. And they make a couple stops. There's some—I'm not going to mention a bunch of stuff here, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but there's—they make some stops where they'll kind of they'll hang out a little longer, and yep. and they're actually in Fairbanks for quite a while, mm-hmm. yeah. um. But they're just not open, right? So, <laughs> yeah. but um, have you uh, have you, have you cooked some up? Um, uh, I, have, had I haven't, I haven't, you know, yet. we kind of dressed everything out and then you, you and I went moose hunting. There's been a lot no, of right. stuff going on, yeah. but, um, I've had, yep. I've had some and from, I have a buddy that, uh, that guides cranes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and that's kind of a funny one too. He gave us some and it's delicious. And so mm. I'm kind of, that's kind of got my gears turning. I'm yeah. Like, And I always have so much stuff going on. I got my, so many irons in the fire that I'm like, I'm never going to get into this, but I'm (laughs) right now. I mean, it's yeah. That's that's the problem I have as well. I, I know my wife after, after you had given
1: us those couple, um, she made up some, uh, some crane and wild rice. Oh my god. Like goodness. a, like a soup kind of thing. And, and yeah. oh man, it was good. It, it was so really good. is good. Like, yeah. And it, I'm amazed at the, the The amount of meat you get off those birds is, is phenomenal. Oh, it's, I mean, unreal. And it's amazing. It's, uh, I've never seen anything like that. I mean, before, it's so. kind of like, it's really but, worth it. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it actually, you know, is, it's, yeah.
2: and it's cool yeah. too. Uh, um, what what was I going to say? Uh, oh shoot. I don't know. I was going to make, I I thought about something, uh, well, Anyhow. yeah, I, I was going to
1: mention because, because Mo and I, we, when we were down there, I mean, we shot a bunch of different types of ducks and it was, it was really cool because where we were at, there was a, a, a plethora of different kinds. Oh, you guys kinds. shot some waterfowl Ooh, yeah, we were down yeah. last, last winter. Oh, cool. And, um, and my favorite by far is was the golden eyes. Oh, those were amazing. Um, they, they were so good, but and it was, it was funny comparing like the last time I, I had shot waterfowl mm-hmm. and, and we're, we're, you know, dressing out these, these golden eyes and whatnot. <laughs> The size of the breast compared to a crane—I mean, it's just not even. Well, and the goldeneye are a big duck. Yeah, they're decent-sized the, ducks. The bears yeah.
3: goldeneye are, are are on the larger size of the ducks. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, but yeah, it's
2: it, it's it's definitely something that's that's piqued my interest as well. And, and I I, and, I ended up uh that's something else that I thought was really neat about it. So uh, you know that's what I was gonna say before is poultry. You know, you have to cook it to mm. a certain temp, and you—I mean, there's mm-hmm. you want to avoid a lot of things, right? right? Well, with with like crane you can eat it rare. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? And, yep. And that's kind of one of the tricks to it is you don't want to overcook it. Yeah. And then I ended up getting a goose too. Like the <laughs> second, <laughs> nice. I, it was like the first or second day. And, um, and those you can, you can cook pretty rare too, mm-hmm. which is, and not get sick. And it, it's a, just a whole nother world. It's really yeah. cool. That's, that's good to know. It's yeah. something that, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. And Carl, uh, Carl, I ended up telling, he's like, how'd you, how'd you like it? I was like, man, I'm so hooked. And he's like, He's like, man, I've been trying to tell you for so long and mm-hmm. I, he's like, dang <laughs> it, you know. And uh, and that's what's cool too. This time of year, moose hunting's over, right? Yeah. But you can get out there and you can still do, you can still hunt waterfowl. And mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you know, I've, yeah.
3: Been, I, I've been meaning to do that and I just haven't. It was kind of like, it was in my, pl- my head as kind of, Plan for this fall, yeah. And honestly, I've hardly even thought about it. Which <laughs> I need to go. I should just go do it.
0: But Re- real life happens, up, and then all of a sudden, sudden, it's well. I don't yeah. have,
3: you know, if if I went after say ducks, right? I I don't really. I'm not gonna. I don't have a boat to haul out there with me to. I don't have a dog. I don't have a way mm-hmm. to get the ducks out of the water. Right?
2: Yeah. Well, and that was the other thing too. So it's like some of these dogs that yeah. these guys got. I mean, they are unbelievable. Oh, yeah, I yeah. mean, I've these dogs real, are. Yeah, it's crazy and. Yeah. You, uh, you kind of envision this stuff like like to me, not knowing about this is like, Oh, you're going to be around, you're going to be over water and this and that, but these things are going down and like, these things are going down on like alders and like, Mm -hmm. um, willows and these dogs, the way they work, it's unreal to watch these dogs and Mm -hmm. they're super disciplined. And it's cool. It's the whole thing is an experience. It's great. (laughs) I mean, you'll shoot like, so, and it's funny too, these guys I was with, I like drop a, I drop a crane, you know, And then I'm trying to watch where it went. And they're like, hey, Chris, don't worry about that. Shoot, (laughs) shoot. You know, and I'm like, okay, okay. And uh, it was so hard for me to let go of that and just keep, because they're like, the dogs will get the birds, man. And so, and it's funny too, because I actually, uh, these guys ended up getting wrapped up and I'm like, I I got an angle on this. I'm going to go do this by myself. So I went out one day solo Mm. and I'm like, you know, these dogs have been finding all these birds for me. I don't have oh. a dog with me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is going to be, you know, this is going to mm. be interesting if I, if I start connecting here and yeah, I got to go track these things down. Yeah. And that's something to consider too. Yeah. Definitely. There's a lot to it. Mm hmm. It's, it's cool. It yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> and though. I've always kind of looked at it. I see these guys, they're all like hooked on it and you're kind of, you're, you're, I, I've just never really understood it. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> it is cool. You know,
3: there you go. There's a lot of geese down in Southeast. And I was talking to some of the guys that from down there mm-hmm. and, uh, on how to get them because you know we couldn't get close to them they are like yeah they're smart because we're you know we're deer hunting during the day right so it's like we're we're waiting to the last part of it. we we don't have but the last 30 minutes usually that we were hunting right right with the, with the, the daylight regulations, right yeah. so so we're trying to like jump out on the beach and sneak up you know hoping they take <laughs> off and range right which is honestly how a lot of guys hunt down there for ducks and geese and whatnot because at towards the evening they're come they're up on near the beaches and the geese were just gone i mean mm-hmm. we couldn't even, couldn't couldn't even get you know like you said 120 yards mm-hmm. like easy yeah. i mean there was one time one time that some geese flew over us at what was probably a low enough time to shoot them mm-hmm. and we weren't ready yeah we were just yeah. like oh there they are and well and, were gone, and
2: the way they the way they fly in formation and stuff i mean and it's amazing how they can see you Mm-hmm. yeah i mean so like they key in on you I, I a couple of these guys have they told me they're like these these things can see us from a mile away mm-hmm. and wow. they'll completely divert right yeah and um it's crazy like their their wing behavior and stuff mm-hmm. They'll they'll come in low and they'll kind of break the tree line and then they'll see one of them. It just takes one of them to see something they don't like, mm. and it's it's crazy. Everyone hides. It's really cool. It's <laughs> it's, it's, it's like predator hunting in the sky, you know. <laughs> and I and I that's... and I suck at it, so I'm like glued. I'm like I'm gonna figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I threw a lot more a lot more steel than I got birds. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, and your shoulders are so sore. I mean, I that it, yeah. I think I, my shoulders sore for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I've got
3: that. Um. It it's a Mossberg. <laughs> it's a Mossberg Ultimag is what they call it. And it's 28 inch barrel, full choke, mm-hmm. with the uh, and it's ported. It's, yeah. pu- it's a pump. But I, the thing's so sweet to shoot. It's I, got a double bead system. It's I, like a, I like your it's shotgun. It's like a five or six hundred dollar shotgun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like for a budget shotgun that works, I had zero jams, zero issues with it. Yeah. And and the salt water and everything. Granted, I took it apart every night and cleaned it, yeah. cleaned it out because the salt water and everything is just a blued gun. But mm. That thing was sweet.
2: Yeah. They Uh, got those new, I was looking at those, uh, I think they're the SX-4, mm -hmm. the Winchester. Okay. And they're semi-auto. Kind of like, kind of entry-level price, Mm -hmm. I guess, maybe, but really, really quality shotgun. Super reliable. And I I saw, it. that was kind of a neat thing too, is get to see how everybody's gear functioned. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, real life scenarios. And you're getting a lot of stuff in those guns. And they, they, it's like, it's like bolt actions it's every everything else they prefer certain pressures and Mm -hmm. this and that Mm -hmm. so yeah these guys probably had it dialed in well it's funny i saw a lot of equipment malfunctions oh really you know and so it kind of you look at some you're like well i'm not buying that shotgun you know (laughs) or like you know i didn't wasn't thinking about that one but that guy that guy hasn't had any malfunctions (laughs) you know past three days so it's yeah Mm -hmm. and everyone carries their own thing and those, uh, those Benelli's are pretty sweet too. Yeah. That's. Yeah. They that's, make a good yeah. shotgun. Yeah. That's a heck of a shotgun. Yeah. Well, cool.
1: Um, well, before we wrap up today, you had mentioned our, our moose hunt. You and me have gone <laughs> yeah. up there. So why don't we cover some of the, uh, the good times, the bad times, the, the, the highs and
2: the lows of that trip real quick. Man, I'll tell you what, if you think you don't learn something every time. Oh, we, I, I think we learned a lot on that
4: trip. <laughs>
1: So you and I, we, uh, we, we had linked up for a late season moose, kind of a last huzzah, like, let's just try to get out there and get after it. Yeah, we made a couple attempts.
2: Yeah. We got yeah, beat we went down pretty good.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we, we checked a couple spots out. I, I know we, we had tried for, for one weekend um, to get an, an extended hunt out and, and got, you know, out where we, we thought we'd be alone. And half of Fairbanks was there, so yep. um you know that's that's kind of becoming a little bit more common. It's a little harder to find those far out spots those those areas that are are, are kind of left alone um, and and that's that's a big reason like on on this show here, we don't really talk about specific locations because it
2: is getting harder, you know there's a lot more people out here we'll 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 give you the well the, and the, densities are densities are less As densities
1: well. are lower the 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 moose have been been hurt in the last several years, so we're
2: you know, i mean. We'll, we'll give you all the information we can, but yeah, you know, <laughs> people are definitely um, putting forth more effort than they have in the past, yeah. I mean, a lot of it, yeah, yeah, people well, are spending it, more money, they're getting out further, they're buying crazier equipment, yeah. Well, it's, and I heard the the success
1: rates for moose around town was like barely in the double digits of percents, yeah, like it, like it, was, it was like, like 11%, 12% it's, success. It's, like so was, my
3: success rate was zero, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Well, and and so, so yeah, so you and I went out for one weekend, ran into half of Fairbanks and, uh, in a spot that (laughs) was, yeah, I should not
2: have have had that. I mean, even we ran into the, we actually ran into the the troopers who were out there and (laughs) the guy said, he goes, I've never seen it like this before. (laughs) And he goes, usually there's five guys here. Right. The same guys I've been seeing. Every year. And he goes, and, and you, I mean, we were there to replace one of them. (laughs) yeah, (laughs) (laughs) And even if we. I mean, I think even if we would have sent it, we I don't think we would have even found a spot to park. Exactly. I mean yeah, it was that bad. That, that's
1: the problem we yeah. had there. So oh. it came back to town, reassessed, got kind of got a, a, a gift, I I could say, of a of a location to go to. Yep. Um and since that was kind of more, more done by you, why don't you take that part? Um, so I had
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you, you our, were more the organizational. Well, one on like it, so in a um, um kind of a mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. uh as through another buddy of mine uh had run into him in uh in one of in Fred Meyer or something and he's like, Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Chris hasn't got a moose yet, and him and James have been getting after it. Yep. <laughs> so he gave us a little lead. He's like, Yeah, I got a moose chained to a tree for you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh and so he kind of set us up on a man, a lot happened. Um he set us up on a spot that is kind of a regular spot for him and they um, they had connected mm-hmm. and he had other plans. So he, he didn't end up taking a moose off of his regular family yep. spot that he goes to regularly. Mm-hmm. And so he ended up giving me an okay. And I, and I asked him if I could bring you along with me and yep. he, that he was cool with that. And so he kind of gave us the layout. <laughs> so he has a canoe that he stashes yep. in a certain area and it's quite a ways out. <laughs> and we ended up working our way out there and there's a spot to camp and mm-hmm. the whole little mm-hmm. setup well so you and i ended up getting out there right at right <laughs> at nightfall yeah just yeah yep. Le- leaving late getting getting off work heading out yeah yep. trying to getting out there at last light yep and so we had a pin we he she dropped us a pin and mm-hmm. we kind of established where we were gonna where we were gonna land so so we get to that (laughs) spot there and there's a boat park there and yeah Yeah.
1: i I, and and the the most heartbreaking part is it was it's a you know there's not a ton of visibility you know long distance wise when you're when you're getting into that that area and so you just come around the corner of this area that you think is just this totally remote totally unknown mm -hmm. totally you know left to be Spot and you see a boat right there,
2: right yep. where you're parking. <laughs> yeah, and then and then to add to that, <laughs> um, we you know we take the friend, the friendly approach with mm-hmm. all our fellow hunters. So yep. we we park on the opposite side of this creek because these guys are in our in our spot, <laughs> yep. and they're also in our in our canoe that we've been loaned. Yep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. And
2: yeah, they were. There were some, some old school guys, some, Mm -hmm. some, yeah. I don't know if you want to want to lead off that, but
1: yeah, no, it's, it's something we we've touched on on the show before, you know, I mean, we, we've talked at length about, you know, respect for, um, you know, people who are already there,
4: Mm -hmm. um,
1: you know, and, and people who are, if you walk into a spot and you, you, um, realize there's somebody hunting that, that Mm -hmm. meadow, then, you know, just kind of, have the respect for them, have the respect for, for the, the area and the animals and everything. Well, yeah. And, and it's all don't, public don't land too. It. It's not it like we own land. that
2: spot or, but, you know, any but, of that.
1: And, but the, another aspect of that is having respect for established areas. Yeah. Um, You know, and, and I've run into this a lot when I am scouting a new area, especially let's say I'm trying to find somewhere closer to town yeah. um, where I don't have, maybe I can go there on, on, a, on a weeknight after work and just yeah. go, go hunt. And I'm trying to get away from other people and find spots that they're not going to. And I might, you know, whether it's Wheeler in or walk in or whatever it is, stumble upon a camp, if it looks established and well used, chances are somebody's, that's somebody's spot. Mm-hmm. Yep. The same rules apply. They might not be personally there at that moment, but that's their spot. That's mm-hmm. where they're coming to, you know, they're going to show up at some point. Right. You, yeah, you, the
2: potentials there. the,
1: the, the potentials there. And, and it's and very likely thing, if you're going to,
2: if you're going to take the risk of, of utilizing that, that spot, you need to, yeah. I mean, I would, I would unpack lightly so that you could pack back up. In <laughs> right. Gym, right. right.
1: Like, well, and, and some of it too, I mean, like you said, it's all public land. And, and like, so yeah. it, if you, let's say it's a big area mm-hmm. and, and these people have a, a camp set up on one side of this big area. And you want to go to the far other side, you know. Let's say there's like multiple lakes that are spread out and and lengthwise. Sure. And they're set up on, let's say, the far right lake. And there's two, there, there's three lakes, and you want to set up on that far left lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of separation there. Everybody needs
2: to learn. Obviously, most m- of the time, are I'm sharing not gonna, the land. Most and, and, most of the time, I'm not going to set up on a spot. Well, like and if that. you're
1: looking for good hunting areas, you're not going to. But yep. I'm, I'm saying if you if you are going to do that, I mean, adding some layers of separation there. It is preferable sure but if somebody has like an established camp you know they got the fire pit there they got they got all this all this stuff like not setting up right on their their old tent stakes is probably a really good idea right Right. um and and having respect for people that have established areas for their families for their 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 groups their their everything it's just kind of a a general respect Mm -hmm. i mean it is all public land Technically, there's no rule saying you can't do it. It's more of a just a a, a general guideline. It's an of, etiquette thing, and, and especially if they have equipment out there, yeah. you know, um, equipment that is stashed per se, yeah, right. um, is not for public use. We'll no. just say that. Um, now there is a rule in Alaska, a general rule of thumb, which is if you're in a survival situation, use and, it out. And somebody has, let's say, a canoe and you need to just get out of wherever you're at, and right. you need to float down, down whatever waterway you're on, sure, use the canoe to survive. Sure. If it's gonna save your life, use it. Um, if you're out in a snowstorm and you run across somebody's trapping cabin mm-hmm. and it's unoccupied, sure, go in there, get the stove stock, you know, stove warmed up, get yourself warm so you're not gonna freeze to death.
2: Leave a note if you can, or- Leave a note. Let's get together in town cho- and I'll replenish what I used out cho- here.
1: Chop some firewood before yeah. you leave, and, like, <laughs> and, you know, and leave it the way, as close to the way you found it as you can. <laughs> or better those are yeah or better yeah Yeah. those are acceptable uses of of publicly stashed items sure um but (laughs) in this case we rolled up and somebody was you know in the campsite using using a stashed piece of gear that that didn't belong to them yep um accessing an area and and that they were aware Mm -hmm. was somebody else's area um it was just it it was a very odd situation to run into especially for people who seemed to know better i'll just say that like um, so, but anyway, yeah. So you carry on how that, how that transaction went. Um, I would say they dealt with it pretty well. <laughs> they did. They're yeah. probably also <laughs> going to hear
2: this, <laughs> they, uh, they, you know, who knows? and, and, uh, and I, I appreciate the way that they dealt with it. They yeah. did. No, they, they did. yeah, they wrapped up, they mm-hmm. got what they needed to get. Yeah. And it, it, it was a, it was a good, it was a right? respectful it, encounter. It, 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 I'll yes, say that. It was. Yeah. And, and, it I'm, was. and I'm
1: not trying to talk down mm-hmm. on them by any stretch. I'm just saying as a general rule for, for anybody listening, but yeah, go ahead. They were a little reluctant
2: initially. <laughs> initially. We, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think they, they figured it out. I think yeah. the thing that was kind of rough too. And also in a situation like that, right. Mm-hmm. We, there's, we got a pin. Mm-hmm. We were kind of running on low light. Mm-hmm. It's time to park. And then you and I had to set a tent up in a <laughs> in a unestablished area, which is whatever. That's yeah. you know, we're big kids, right? Yeah. So, Who cares? but it was a pain. It, and it was. We we beached on a less than desirable spot, mm. and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but
1: but but the the interaction did go respectfully. You it know? did, and as we said, you know, and, and we talked about this with other mm-hmm. encounters on the show, like you know, have respect for people when you're out there, like yep. like don't go in their guns a blazing. Um, you know, don't be, don't be trying to throw fists first, first go around. No, you, know, you get, don't give do respect that. to people. But, um, and so it, the, it did go, go very respectfully and, and we were able to get out there the next day, um, and, and utilize this, hunt, this spot that we were, we were kind of gifted <laughs> to, to yes. the best of our ability. Yep. So, um,
3: you know, it's interesting. You said, that, bring that up. I, I hadn't, I didn't know that part of that story. Mm-hmm. Um, that you went in there and found somebody in your spot. <laughs> yeah, I know you. You told me it was an interesting trip. That's about. That's what I'd heard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, um, it gets better. It does gets it? Better. Okay. <laughs> well, on the topic of uh, on on the ethics of that, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've come my, my dad's moose spot. Right, he mm-hmm. sets he goes in and sets it up weeks ahead of time, mm-hmm. so that there's no question. Right, yeah. somebody you don't come in and somebody's occupying it.
2: Yeah. At least that's the idea.
3: Sure. <laughs> but we've come in in a hundred yards from our main camp. Like we've got a tent cabin, multiple tents cabin. Mm-hmm. We'll even set up like, cause you can't really see it. So we'll set up a tent like where we sit to hunt just so. People Somebody know. doesn't come. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And we've come up there and they're like, well, the tent looked empty. So we just set up right next to it. We've, <laughs> we had that happen one time. Like we were gone for a couple of days. We come back and there's these guys oh, set up. And we're like, well, we, um we hunt here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, can, can you tell? Well, and, <laughs> It well, was, it wasn't like, see, cause per, I've, I've definitely been to some areas, old bear baits I found mm-hmm, that yeah. look abandoned, right? Yeah. If I get in there and there's no permit one year, like I have no idea what the last time it was hunted, there's a, I'm going to hunt, it, yeah. right? Sure. I'm like, if there, if somebody hasn't permitted it, you know, and if they have. Yeah. Then I'm going to leave them alone. Uh, if I find a moose camp somewhere mm-hmm. and it looks really established to me, that's an indication. This must be a good area. Yeah. There's one moose camp in here. Okay, now where can I go take advantage of this without interrupting them? That you're out of their way, right.
1: Exactly. I might right. have to
3: drive through their trail, which makes some people mad. But guess what? It's a public trail. It is, yeah. yeah. Yep. That's what you get for camping and on
1: do the trail. And you do it, you do it respectfully, exactly, you, you, right? And 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 the you know the biggest part to that is just like we talked about with not setting mm-hmm. up a bear bait right on top of another person's bear bait is you know you don't want to lower your own chances if you already know there's going to be more pressure in that area. Oh yeah, like you can tell there's human
2: pressure here. That's already a sign you probably don't want to be there, right. anyways. So
1: just for your own success, I've been
2: late. Like I've been but, late permitting a spot that I've ran mm-hmm. years consecutively. Right, mm-hmm. gone in there, and guys are set up in my bait station. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? That's how it works. Mm-hmm. I should have been out. Th- I should have had yeah. that thing permitted. I yeah. should have walked out there. You want if you want to eliminate that, and you can you can right. permit. I believe on the 1st of April, right? You can, yes. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. You're allowed. You, and then the 15th is when you can start. You better have that permit gear. hung
3: or else it doesn't mean anything. And right, right.
2: That, yeah. And that's exactly it. So, you know, early bird gets the worm, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I've also had guys that are like, you know, it will pack up. We kind of mm-hmm. figure we might run into you. And, I've, I, you know, and whatever, you guys are here. Mm-hmm. Right, you guys obviously right. set up shop, send it. I mean, I've handed guys, I've handed guys, uh, you know, memory cards and been like, this is what's in here. <laughs> I mean, you know, nicer I us. that's a, that's a, hey, that's whatever, a, that's a know, very, there's bears, bear, we got lots of bears. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know yeah. I mean, but, but yeah. So, anyway, so, so we ran into that situation out there and, um, and it it was handled respectfully, it was handled civilly. Um, and, and they did yield that, yield the area. So we were able to get in, get in there. Um, and we had,
2: I might, I might add, if you don't mind me, yes, interrupting, go, for it, go for it. It, th- this wasn't like we hopped in, uh, like, uh, 15 minute boat ride no no not at all (laughs) so i mean we we put some travel time down yeah Yeah, and i mean and we we passed a lot of a lot of nothing Mm -hmm. i mean there was no boats parked along the way right literally the (laughs) one spot we're going (laughs) we literally thought we're the only people crazy enough to
1: come back (laughs) yeah no apparently not um but yeah so we had um we had some bear come through the camp that night. <laughs> yep. Um, they, were, they were around for sure. Um, we heard at least uh, two different instances of, of, them, of them sniffing around camp that night. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing, no incidences or anything like that. It was just just where, where were they live and they're where we camped. So it was just, yeah. just the way it was. Um, so went in there the next day and uh, got back in there, got to our, to our hunting area. Um, we kind of set it up team style. So you were you were up in the tree yep. um, and, and I was down at the base doing some calling yep. and seeing what we could do. We, we kind of knew that it wasn't going to be super hot that evening mm-hmm. um, just because of the nature of the way the, the start of the trip had gone. Uh, we hadn't been able to get in there in the morning time to, to do our, our morning calling routine. So we were just
2: calling into the night to hopefully Be able to take advantage in the morning. And we didn't really know what kind of what those guys had done either, right? right? Yeah, what, Uh, what how long, skill level, how much they, what, you know, anything about what they had already done to the area. Yeah.
1: So, so we we called through or called pretty much up till dark. Yeah. We we rolled out of there at very last light. I mean, it was it was it was hard missing (laughs) missing stuff in the canoe. Honestly. Uh, Yeah. Um. But got back to camp. Had a great night. Um. More bears came through camp that night, and actually, that's when you heard. Was that the night you heard the wolves, or was it the next night yeah, after that? Yeah, well, so
2: that was—I well, so w- think it was the night after that. I think it was, yeah. Yep. So the night after that, we were rapping and talking, mm-hmm. and I think it, we called it pretty early, yeah. And I was laying there about ten thirty, and I heard—I heard all kinds of commotion in camp, yeah, a bunch of commotion. And I—I I, well, initially I thought it was bears, mm-hmm. or a, a bear,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and then. A little while later, I heard a couple howls, probably Mm -hmm. about, eh, maybe about 300 (laughs) yards out. And I said, hey, James, you hear that? And you were sawing logs. (laughs) uh, If it's not in the tent, leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah. And so I pulled the flap up and listened. And I'm like, and I I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. We we got some, that's, you know, that's a neat experience. And Mm -hmm. then I thought, well, I don't know how good that is for hunting. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, the plot thickens. (laughs) Yeah. So... So about 1 a.m., I get woken up again by big time howling, mm-hmm. and again I kind of I'm like, "Hey, James, and you were out, and I wasn't <laughs> gonna wake you up, and wasn't gonna wake you up for that." But I'm like, "It sounded." L- I kind of wish you had, but I also appreciate that you. you well, you got another. <laughs> ha- you got a, a little a good dose of it the following. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, four three hours later, you got a good dose of it. <laughs> so I woke you up for that one. Um. So I, I heard that going on back where we had been calling right and, yeah and hunting and uh, I knew I kind of knew right away and yep. I'm and I'm not a good moose hunter by any means and mm. but I I knew right away that wasn't good for business no it's not and and then I uh, I'm pretty good at pinpointing things mm-hmm. and I my ears are pretty good and I'm like those those wolves are right where we were at right and, we, we we literally called in a pack of wolves Yes. Yeah. and and so. Clock goes off early. It's still dark. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting ready before you. Mm-hmm. And those wolves just light up out yep. there. And it was, I mean, it was a big pack of wolves. Yep. I mean, and yeah. it went on and on and on. And I right away, I looked at James and I was like, hey, man. And he goes, yeah, I hear it. Yep. And I, I said, what do you think? And he goes, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, we have literally had every odd stacked
1: against <laughs> us. Well, and, and here's the other, the, the other odd factor there is it was fogged, like crazy yes, that the morning. Fog, yes. The fog was so thick. Was it cold? It was cold. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was, And so it was 20 foot visibility. Yeah. Literally. So we, we made the decision. We, we, you know, he's looking at me. He's like, what do you think? I'm like, ah, it's not good, man. They're right where we're hunting. Like, yeah. They're in that meadow. Um, and so it's like, what do we do? Like, we're yeah. just, we're just going to keep hunting. Like, we, we got to go check it out. We right. got to at least investigate, right? You're not going to just give up. So. Well, and then
2: the crazy thing is, too, we had gotten, after we got up and got ready and got ready to roll out, we start walking around, and there's wolf tracks literally right in our camp. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Nice. you could see where they came through and dug and marked yep. everything up. All up on the banks. And, yeah, walked yeah. right by the boat. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. just, I'm super I think brave. you heard
1: one on the boat at one point. Yeah, you? I thought yeah. I heard.
2: I mean, I, they definitely were not scared of us Yeah, or concerned about scent or any of that because, I mean, they walked within... 15 feet of us yeah probably. absolutely 15 feet of the tent and a whole i mean a whole pack yeah up that bank but yeah and so, then just followed that shoreline right into that spot
1: yep so so we we loaded up that morning got geared up we went back in um super i mean black op style we were just trying to be as sneaky <laughs> as we could um like we had been the whole time really since we got out there i mean we weren't talking loud we weren't you know doing anything to be to be conspicuous. I'll say that. And we had gotten um,
2: some responses too. Oh yeah. It we, was kind of starting to look a little hopeful we, know, in all the, the bad.
1: Yeah. The, prior to the wolves showing up, I was competing with an, an actual cow on the other okay. side of the meadow. And then there were two bulls working the area. Um, nice. and one was grunting back at me pretty consistently, but he never actually showed his face. Um, and then you spotted that other one, that big boy, yeah, at like, he was nine, 900 like 900 yards or something. like that. <laughs> yeah. And so, and he was, he was Cutting right across the tree line, um, way far opposite us, so um, we, were, we were really hopeful up until those, those wolves showed It was up. looking really good, actually. And, and we went back in there that morning and, and I mean zero, I mean, like he said 20, 30 feet visibility at most, and we get to the spot, and it's no better, you know so he he climbs the tree and and gets situated. I'm sitting at the base, and uh, you know we're hoping I, I started calling again just mm-hmm. I mean, if nothing else, I'm hoping one right. of these wolves runs in, you know and um, Never got a shot at one of them. We, and then when it did clear up, all we could see is these Ravens that were working this, this one spot okay. and, and landing and then flying away. And they hadn't been working that spot the day before. So and we weren't getting that cow response anymore. No cow response and no, no grunting back, no nothing. So And so we, it, was, it pretty much got to the point where it was like, yeah, they're – they're
2: spooked out yeah they're they're gone and i mean i kind of i kind of think that we and we had saw that uh that cow and calf Mm -hmm. those cow and calf tracks up and down that trail yeah and i think what what they had gotten that calf or gotten that cow they got something yeah Yeah. they definitely
1: got something but you know one of the biggest takeaways i got from from this um and, and you know we we didn't have a ton of time you know, both no. with work and with with other projects and everything going on, both at home and like for this mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, um, we just didn't have a ton of time to dedicate. And it really is amazing how important being able to dedicate that time yeah. is because huge even if you do have a pack of wolves come through, um, if you can dedicate the time to waiting out, you know. Once they're let gone, that area when, cool off once, again. once they've moved on and you can let that area cool off, you might have a chance if you've got a yeah, 10 right. day hunt out there, you know, if, if they come through on day two of your 10 day hunt, you know, that doesn't guarantee that doesn't mean it's blown out or for the you whole got, 10 t- days. at least you got time to pack it up and go to plan B or a, right? yeah, go it's, to plan B, yeah. figure something out. Um, you know, if, if you show up and there's somebody in your camp, it's like, not the end of the world. Yeah. It's not the end yeah. of the world. But when you've got three days, it's like, okay, right. this is a little bit more detrimental now. Um, and so have a lot of, you know, a lot of success in hunting comes from being able to put the time in, to be out there, to put yourself in the right place at the right time. Yep. And and it is hard. I mean, um, you know, weekend warrior hunting is just, it's not fun. It's, it's, it's the least successful way to do it. Yeah. And sometimes, and, and sometimes, it's, sometimes all it's all you got. You yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes it's all you can do and, and it's better than nothing. You know, you have a better chance of shooting. We say it all the time. You got a better chance of shooting something on the weekend or even on a weeknight yeah. than you do on your couch, you know? So don't skimp on it by any stretch. And the other but, thing
2: too, is you allot all this time to to the designated days you're going to mm-hmm. take off work, right, right right yeah and what's important is like i think the takeaway is is preseason scouting mm-hmm. and it's super hard you know you're going to go out there and you're going to you're going to devote x amount of days right right and you're like well we're, we're going to be out here it's hard to get work off it's hard to like and i think maybe as far as me directing some of my free time mm-hmm. in the future Is going to be rather than doing these like close to home trips is going out and doing some of these longer scouting Mm -hmm, trips and just maybe devoting that time, throwing Mm -hmm. that time together and devoting it to that. Right. Absolutely. And coming up and then actually having like a couple different plants. and guys that are successful at this. I mean, that's a lot of them I've talked to. That's what they do. Yep. You know, yep. it's, it's having the ability to, to dedicate that, that time. Right. And you don't want to it, be so. moving around a lot either when you're moose hunting, you want to stay in one spot as you guys have talked about mm. before, but also I, I think it's good to know when to call it. Right. And, yeah. and go on to the, another, another plan.
1: It's called being patient to a fault. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're just refusing to give up on this one spot. There has to be a bull here. And just yep. sometimes there's not, like, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to call it too early either. You know, there's that, there's that sweet spot there.
3: So, yeah, no. So, uh what I was thinking with that, circle back to me. You're talking about a bull you saw at 900 yards. Mm.
2: Yeah, so was, r- I mean, roughly that's a, okay. you know, off. Uh, yeah. You get guess judged that. off eye. I didn't throw a okay. range fighter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Far enough that I was.
3: <laughs> I know per- personally, <laughs> if I see an animal, I'm trying to range it, even if it's two miles away. I'm just like, <laughs> I want to get a number. <laughs> right.
2: Well, but, and that was the other thing too. By the time I so I had I I caught a glimpse that he had a, I think he was probably right under fifty if okay. I had to take a guess right. Yeah. And I caught a glimpse of him, and I didn't want to start making a bunch of ruckus. I had actually thrown like a twig at James, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a little spruce bow at James, and I'm like, "There's a bull, like you know." And uh, he, uh, and then by the time I looked up, he was gone. Okay. And so I don't know if he was circling okay, us so, or
3: okay. So you would only saw him for a second,
2: and you, that was on. And that was a day prior to, to the, the wolf yeah. visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so
3: I've got a, quite a bit of experience hunting moose with wolves in the area. Mm-hmm. And so were you guys like in a valley? What kind of described the kind of area you're in? Were you a lot it, it of was boggy, like a, lake, swampy? Uh, yeah, it was kind yeah. of swampy.
1: Yeah, but it was it was big, wide open meadow. Wide open meadow, but like but like a, a but like. Alderbrush along the edges and, and, you know, willows, willows lots okay. of, okay. lots of yeah, food and um, lots of, yeah, very moosey country for sure. But, and very browsed but on not, stuff. Not, not, not elevated, not, not elevation. Like okay. Yeah. So,
3: so, so I would think it probably was something I would think of as like a semi tight moose area, lots of meadow area to hunt, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not tight. Like, like around Fairbanks right yeah but it, it's a little more open but it's not open like uh like getting into the alpine stuff
4: no bit. not that sub alpine right not a, not okay. that open at all
3: so i've experienced wolves and moose and pretty much all of it mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and uh if you can't shoot a wolf that will typically make the pack clear out right yeah that's that's then, what we were hoping that morning yeah. And if, but if you don't sometimes just because they move off doesn't mean the moose come back right away they're skittish right. well so that's that right. whole time element yeah too. Just, yeah yeah, yeah. And, I mean, there was one year I shot a wolf, like the second day of the season, and mm-hmm. then day or two later, moose down.
1: Like, yeah,
3: I I didn't shoot the moose. Somebody else in the hunting party did. That's one problem with hunt with a big group. Like, <laughs> it's never <laughs> your shot. You know, like
1: <laughs> hey, as long as you're sharing me, that's what's I, yeah, important. Right, there. right.
3: But um, you know, and I did get the wolf, so I'm you know there I can't be too upset about that, right? But <laughs> that that was so so. Actually, I'm going to talk 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 about that for just a minute. Mm-hmm. So. I hadn't really gotten into ballistics at that point. I hadn't at all. But Dalton had kind of given me some pointers on bullets, and, and I had a Redfield scope. I had some mill dots in it. Mm-hmm. And I knew, like, what range to use the mill dots. And uh, the wolf was quite a ways away from where we were hunting, so we ran down, like, 200 yards. I was with my dad. He ranges it for me. He goes 300 yards. I'm trying to use one of those sticks, the, two, mm, the, the bipod yeah. ones, standing, and it's I can't. It's, like, two, two move. It's like this, I don't like this thing. So yeah. I get down at a, on, uh, on my knees and I'm able to use it at that and stabilize enough goes, you know, 320 yards. So I put the mill dot, I, we could see the wolf's head. That's all I could see. Mm-hmm. So I put the mill dot, what I thought was right below the head and I pulled the trigger and, uh, and he goes, you know, of course I don't have a muzzle break or anything. So rifle jump, all that. And especially on a wisdom, they jump high. Anyway, I couldn't see anything. He goes, Oh man, you, you, you nailed him. Like I saw legs. Mm-hmm. It's like sweet. So we run over to it, and of course, it's in the tall grass. So we're like running in circles down there, trying to figure out where this thing died. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we finally find it, and I had shot it like in the in the mouth, it through the mouth, like right through the mouth, like hit it in the front teeth, right through the mouth. The uh, it was a Barnes that I shot it with, and the in the like the jaw broke from the force, the energy, mm-hmm. like the jaw had split from the energy, and um, <laughs> it went out, it came out under the spine, right right by the spine in the back, like just. Wow! Dead fast, but the reason I wasn't talk about that with the it it doesn't necessarily fit completely with the story. But um
2: <laughs> well, I'm intrigued. Yeah, but it was
3: it was it was the first wolf I've shot, mm-hmm. and uh but it was the first time I'd made I'd shot an animal over 150 yards. Yeah, um with with some of the right data and information, mm-hmm. and get you know knowing what it was, knowing what all these things meant and were supposed to be. I didn't understand ballistics. I didn't know what a BC was. Right. Right. But ballistic coefficient, I didn't know what that was. You know, reloading was furthest thing from my mind. Of course, I could find ammo at the time, too. <laughs> but <laughs> The good old days. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, I just did what I was told would work. And it, it was just the most amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. 300 yards, right? Nail a wolf.
2: And you know, that's a long... Everybody talks about, oh, you know, all these extreme ranges. Right. 300 yards is a long way to shoot something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... That's I, a poke? I, I, yeah. yeah. I mean... Well, right. Well, and there's other... There's and guys if you I know shoot a that, long way, you know that 300 yards is a long way to right. shoot something. <laughs> right. <laughs> I
3: mean. Well, and for me, like I haven't... You know, and since then, I've killed some stuff around 400 yards. And, for, and, and what I've, you know, realized is like in talking to guys, like a lot of guys, like... 200 yards is like their max. Mm -hmm. They're they're not even willing to try. They don't even know what their gun's going to do beyond that point. Yeah. Right. And um, I don't, I I brought it up because I was thinking about it, but if you see a wolf in moose season, I know we harp on this, but if you see a wolf and you have a (laughs) shot in moose season, (laughs) shooting that wolf will help your hunt, not hinder it. It
1: will. Yeah. You're not going to, yeah. If the wolves are there, the moose are already spooked. Well, that's that whole
2: thing too with like uh, James and I, you know, we got on this whole kick because we're all excited. But we're t- we're limited for time, yeah. so oh, we'll bring stuff to we'll bring stuff to fish. We'll bring stuff. We yeah. <laughs> see beavers, but we're like, hey, let's keep our eye on the prize here, right? Yeah. And then you know the other thing, you're like, you don't want to turn a uh, moose hunt into a beaver hunt, right? Right. 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 are yeah. <laughs> like, oh wait a minute, what are we doing here? Like, man, been we've, we've been at this for seven hours now. <laughs> we're not even where we're supposed to be. But right, like, exactly. you don't want to be. I, you don't want. You don't want to be making noise and doing all this stuff. But to, I agree with you. Like, man, if you could, do yeah. That, eliminate one of those yeah. things yeah i mean
4: yeah but and and the other and they'll the,
2: linger too that's the other right. thing if they kill something they don't just move on i have right. and they oh, can yeah. but, but i've seen you know that whole thing even predator hunting mm-hmm. i've seen where wolves have killed something and they and they will sit on it like black bears mm-hmm. sit on oh bait, yeah and they will lay up we've flown in areas where we've seen moose right. kills and we've seen uh wolves hang out for a week on a kill. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, guys have and on my on my train of thought's mm-hmm. always been from what I've learned and been told by, you know, guys that know a lot about this. They're well, they eat and they circuit. They go on their they go on their circuit and they're gone and they'll revisit that kill. Uh, but I've seen them hang up and not like, always. Yeah. 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 It it, it depends on, and on if the resources. Sparse yeah. Like it is right now. I was if gonna say the dep- moose population's low. Those wolves, right. I mean who knows what they're doing. They yeah. might hang out
1: for well, you it's because they know
2: they might not get another one for a that's, little while. That's they, it. There's
1: meat here; they're going to stay mm-hmm. here. Yep. So, but th- you know, the important thing too is like, you and I had everything stacked against us on that hunt. Yeah. But you know what? We still had fun. Heck yeah, we, we still did. had a good time. Yep, we were out there just just living it up. And uh, and you know, there's always lessons to be learned in every. We learned yes, a lot sirs. too. Yeah. So so never never take even if you've got you know fog and wolves and other people and you know everything stacked against you time like just have fun with it enjoy it um and you know learn from learn from everything you're always getting
2: something out of your out of your time too like we hadn't run that boat yet that far right yeah and so we have we anticipate doing trips in the future right yeah so that was a good confidence booster in our equipment right like Like we know the the boat handled great and we we loaded it down pretty good and Mm -hmm. and so we learned a lot we we Gauge fuel. We saw what we were doing. Yeah, fuel consumption wise, when we had no idea. Yeah, even that loaded that down, loaded down. Yep. And so we know what we can anticipate. Light, <laughs> you know. And exactly. Yeah. I mean, you always get good, good information out of all this stuff. So
1: yep. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna wrap today's episode up. Um, Chris, thank you for sharing your your season with us Heck and, yeah, and all these updates. Me. Um, plug your uh, your Instagram real quick. Where can people find your
2: stuff? Um, I got uh, Apex Alaska is my handle. Hmm. And, uh, try, try to post pictures when you can. Yeah. I kind of, yeah. you know, I'm not too, I'm not on it. Like I could be, but <laughs> I throw a couple, a couple, you know, pictures of me and my son doing stuff and absolutely he's starting to get all, he's starting to get all excited about this stuff. So well, I'm, I'm excited to see everything he kills growing up. That's well, be yeah, awesome. I, I'm excited and I'm, yeah, like I, I got to get all my stuff out of the way. Cause he's going to be shooting all my critters here pretty soon. <laughs> there I got to you know. get all my, get all my goals out of the way. Yep. He's, all right. He's starting to get interested. <laughs> <Exactly>.
1: <laughs> well, all right, guys. Well, thanks for hanging in there. Um, pay attention for Thursday's episode. We're going to be talking about predator hunting and getting into that for the uh, seasons coming up. I think we're at the time that this drops that next episode drops. It'll be less than a month away. So we we'll right in there, yeah. right in there. All right, <laughs> yeah. guys. Well, yep. If you like the show, uh, definitely subscribe, like it, share it with your friends. Um, leave us a review. Five stars is best. Yes, uh, we do appreciate those. And the written review really helps us out as well. Uh, if you'd like to help us grow, maintain, keep doing more stuff, then, uh, you know, we got a, a nice shop page on the website. If you go to northernhunter.com, you can get up some Northern Hunter merch. Uh, Mo's wearing one of our hats right now. Looks, looks pretty sharp. I, I like that one. Um, and then we've got the partners page where a bunch of companies have, uh, believed in what we're doing here. And if you buy some products from them, uh, using the discount codes that are listed either in the show notes or on that partners page, uh, you'll get a nice discount from every, any one of them. And, uh, Helps them out, helps us out. And uh, yeah, so thanks again, Chris. And yeah, thank uh, you until guys. Thursday, uh, get out there, get after it, and good luck. We'll see you there.
0: Alright folks, we all know that one of the most common mishaps in hunting is damage to your rifle scope. Last year I found the solution to that problem with the Stealthy Hunter rifle cover. It wraps around your scope and actions securely to protect it from getting knocked off of zero or even severely damaged. Stealthy Hunter also has a glassing pad and a wide variety of supplements for the outdoorsman, such as protein powder, CBD products, turmeric and gut health supplements. They also make a lightweight trauma kit weighing in at just 14 ounces that includes everything you need and nothing you don't for all of your backcountry medical emergencies. To shop all of their equipment and supplements, go to stealthyhunter.com and enter the discount code at checkout, The Northern Hunter, to save on your order today. All stealthy hunter equipment is proudly made in the USA.